Hi, Creepsters. I'm Barry Marino. I'm Philip Landry. I'm Jennifer Lynn. And this is Open Shutters! Scary ghost, creepy serial killers, all things that go bump in the night. Enjoy the view from the open shutters. <laughs> time I saw you how many hours ago not even <laughs> not even 18 hours ago I'm so excited though to have Jennifer here with us yes, yes I'm well, so glad to be here oh uh, in case any of you didn't listen to our bonus episode last night which was publicly posted we have a new we have a third co-host now her name is Jennifer Lynn she just happens to be my cousin and she's fully yes. on board this and, is not a guest host no right? she's gonna be out she's gonna be our permanent uh, third host, we have, we are a three-person podcast now. Yay. We're three. Gives us a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gives us a little bit more. I, I was be, I was beginning to wonder that we were looking a little bit too much like we were copying Morbid, and I don't want anybody to think that. I've been listening to Morbid, and they, they're pretty cool. Do I they're, look they're like good. I can? Co- I'm so original. Do I look like I can copy Morbid? No, you don't look anything like Ashley Olena exactly. either. You know? And Jennifer is so fabulous in and of herself that nobody should fabulous. compare to anybody yeah. but herself. Yeah, that's true. And me, I mean, come on, you, you know, Barry I'm, Marino, I'm for God's sake. <laughs> there is one podcast I do want to shout out to. Okay, it's called Late Night Frights, and it's based. It's at one of our neighbors. They're based in. Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And I had the their info stick. around here. It's the red stick. The yeah. red stick. I had their uh, information around here. They uh, they do movie reviews. And I found them when, when I was looking for some uh, podcasts that were reviewing Play Misty for me. Okay. The Jessica Walter thing. And it was um, it was really, they, they really are, they're really pretty cool. Um, where are we at? Does anybody know who pulled out the stick of the red mud and named it Baton Rouge? No. Was I it think, a red stick or was it a red dick? Well, <laughs> well. You don't know what might be sticking out that mud. <laughs> well, I know the, the, the host, is uh, his name's Dan Bourgeois. And uh, Love I told him we were going to give him a shout out. He doesn't have a, a, a Twitter or anything, but I did email him and I talked to him and... Um, I told him that we were in, I, I told him all about our, you know, how we do our movie reviews and our bonus episodes and how we take a case and your horoscopes and all that kind of stuff. And uh, Jennifer's going to have a new feature also. We, we, what's it going to be? You're going to do the spirit of the week. I'm going to huh? do the spirit of the week, yes. Oh, well, that is, well, that's exciting. I'm looking yes. forward to that. Yes. Uh, anyway, um. What are we gonna start off with, Philip? You got well. The, you, you need got to tell us what we what we watch and what we we saw oh, some movies. We went to the movies. We week. went to the movies. Yeah. Well, you and I saw we saw Spiral, the new Spiral Saw movie with Chris Rock, Samuel Jackson. You no, know, Chris Watts is one of us. Chris Rock. 
<laughs> Not Chris Watts. It sounded like you said Chris Watts. I was Chris, say, Chris Watts. Watts is one of the Watts. murderers we covered no. in a previous uh, episode. There was some murdering going on in that movie. Oh yeah, all uh, over the place. But I love, I love, I, I enjoy, I, I enjoyed it. I actually felt, and, and I'm sorry if anybody feels offended by what I'm about to say. I actually think it might be one of the best uh, movies in the Saw series. Yeah, it's, it has it's, such a good storyline, and it's kind of a rebate. They're doing kind of like what they did. With Brian and Chucky, with the Chucky movies, how they took it in a different direction, and they they well, her name was Jennifer, wasn't she, the Mick Tilly character? Yeah, uh-huh. they, they um no the Jennifer Tilly character. Jennifer no. Tilly. What was her her character's name? Um, Tiffany. Tiffany. They brought Tiffany. Meg Tilly is her brother. It's her brother, her sister. <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> Tilly is Tiffany. Yeah, they took Tiffany and they 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 made her one of the major. Focuses of that of the, of that that franchise, uh, so that's what they're doing with this. They took well, this in the different. Well, how direction. did you like the spiral, Barry? Oh, I thought it was wonderful, and um, I hate to say it, I was kind of rooting for the for the villain because the people he were killing were irreprehensible. At, at points, yeah, I really, awful, yeah. terrible. Well, people. we'll leave it at that. No spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, uh, but we all went and saw a movie yesterday. Yeah, with Angelina Jolie. Those and, who uh, wish, those me, who wish dead. me dead. With Angelina Jolie as a, they call that a smoke jumper. They're the people in the fire department that jump into the forest fire to fight it. I actually enjoyed like just the scenery filming with, even though they had the forest fire and all this going on, the action would made it so amazing to see on the big screen. This. And it, it, this has me excited. If we have more movies like this coming out during the summer, oh, we're in for an amazing summer of movies. Yeah, and well, you see, the thing is, is um, it's also showing on HBO Max. It's not the same sitting in no. your living room. I love going to the movies. That beautiful scenery would not show up the same at home. And I love going to the movies. Don't you love going to the movies? I like the movies. It's a special thing. It, it really is. I don't care if we have a... 200 inch TV screen when you're sitting in your living room and even the popcorn's not the same the popcorn at the movies and the butter they put on it oh they had the butter back again oh I know you was excited you can put it Ah, on you can put your butter on again yeah you didn't have to to ask for those little little containers it doesn't pour the same (laughs) no 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 you need need an actual full pour and the only thing about sitting home doing this and eating popcorn is Gumdrop and Frito are always bugging me for popcorn. Oh, the dogs! Yeah, they tell everybody who Gumdrop and Frito are. Gumdrop is my little Yorkie, and Frito Bandito is my little Chihuini, my, my little yeah. Chihuahua. Yeah. Oh, the baby. They are spoiled. They went through a whole jar spoiled. of peanut butter like in three days. Spoiled. Snack time. Yeah. That's, a, that's an understatement. They are spoiled. You treat those dogs like they're babies. Well, my it's my fault when they wake me up at two o'clock in the morning for a snack. Who, wait, who lets their dogs wake them up at two o'clock in well, the morning? Well, she does, and I figure I'm already awake. Why not? Oh, Jen. Well, now that you have some exciting news, don't you? You you retired now. I am retired. Yes, yeah. I am. I, I am. I'm only semi-retired. I'm retired, and and now I can fill my days with, I don't know what. <laughs> what a podcast called podcast. Then your new career. My new career. Yeah, I, you see, I, that's why I want to, um, <laughs> I want to push our Patreon account again. www.patreon.com slash openshutters. We we gonna do that? I know, but I just want everybody to oh, know. You just had to throw- <laughs> I want to go to 
conventions because I want to take selfies with the fans. Selfies with the fans. That's what Barry I have wants. always lived. I, you see, back when I was in the theater, we didn't have uh, cell phones and we didn't have uh, they didn't have this you know, the smartphones. selfies. please make Barry's dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, back we can go into more detail back, about it. Yeah, yeah. back to uh, what we watch and. Uh, Tell us about what you've been watching on television. There was a series you were telling us about, Jennifer. Yes, I'm very pleased to talk about this because it's, it's very interesting. It's actually based in history. It's called Gentleman Jack, and if you want to see it, it's on HBO Max. And it's about a lesbian named Ann Lister who in the uh, early 1800s actually cross-dressed and lived her life... As, as a very, um, as a woman, but as a very odd woman. She traveled Europe by herself. She ran her family business. And it was, it was just wonderful, you know. And I, I recommend it. If you like period pieces and if you like uh, LGBT things, um, it's really the thing to see. I just was amazed that she was cross-dressing back in the early 1800s. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, she's played by uh, Saran Jones. Also in the cast is Sophie Rundle, Gemma Wheaton, Timothy West, Amelia Bullmore, and uh, Joe Armstrong. Those are all of the, uh, the actors of Gentleman, uh, Gentleman Jack. Now, you told me you were watching something on HBO Max as well. Yeah, I started watching the new show called Hacks. Starring Gene Smart. I saw the thing, but I haven't watched the show yet. I saw it on the list. Well, there's on the only three episodes yet. up so far, but Gene Smart plays. Is it a comedy? It's a comedy. Oh, and okay. Gene, Gene Smart plays a, um, a comedian that's kind of a Joan Rivers type. And um, she works in Las Vegas. And what happens is they, they decide to cut down the amount of shows she's doing. Her, her character's name is Deborah Vance. She's very much a Joan Rivers type. She's she's an older woman that does this biting, bluish kind of humor, and uh, she gets um she gets her her shows get thrown down. They, they you know cut down so that they can make way for this acapella group mm. <laughs> that the young people are coming to okay. see. And um, so uh, she doesn't. Um, they, they decide, so there's also this comedy writer who did a bad tweet <laughs> and lost. Have you ever done a bad tweet, Barry? Not, no, usually because tweets are for open shutters and I try to keep them as, okay, as good, little, okay. co- little controversy good. as Thank possible. Thank you for that. But she yeah. did a controversial tweet, kind of like, you know, with, with Roseanne Barr did, and she lost her job working on the sitcom. So she has to go to work for Deborah, who can't stand her. Okay. So that's all I'm gonna tell you. That's all. But it is really good. Jean Smart is very busy. She just lost her husband, but she's keeping herself busy. She's on two shows, and she's 68 years old. She's on this, and she's on Mayor of Easttown as Kate Winslet's mother, and then she's a lead in Hacks. So yeah, so that's pretty good. You know, a, a woman that age. That's just going to show you. You know, we still can do it. That gives me hope because I'm just a few years younger. Than that. 
Other than catching up on a lot of my weekly things, the only thing I liked like super binge this past week, like I binged it like like in like one afternoon, was the Money Explained docu series on Netflix. Oh yeah, God, it was kind of interesting. You went it went into the credit card industry on one episode, went into oh, student loans on another. It even went into like. The idea of retirement industry and money, you know, like since y'all are getting, you know, close to retirement, y'all might want to be looking, we're listening to that. He says one. close, close. You're there, you're there, close. We're there. I'm well, actually, here, actually, okay? I'm in early retirement. Right. I'm not quite at full retirement age yet, which is one of the reasons why I have to work, and I, I probably gonna have to work part time. Because my social security <laughs> check is definitely not enough, especially now that I got a. Um, I got a new car, you know. Well, go go check out the, the the series Money Explained on Netflix. You'll enjoy it. It is a Netflix series. But you said you had one other show. Yeah, why don't you watch it? It's got the um, Curtis. It's got the Bad Seed. Curtis and I are watching it, and it's 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 a New Zealand murder mystery. This Ooh. woman gets murdered, and there's all these suspects. Sounds intriguing. Is it really interesting? Very very good. Oh yeah. wow! But okay. I don't know. I find like there was a New Zealand show I used to really like a lot called uh, Outrageous Fortune. Uh, back about 10 years ago. And it starred Anthony Starr. You know who he is. He's on The, the Guys. What is that show called? About the, the superheroes. And he was also in um, in Banshee on on HBO. And he played twins. And it's funny because one twin is, is mentally challenged and a real doofus. And the other twin's a lawyer. And very intelligent. And anyway, I noticed that with New Zealand shows... It really, it really is kind of hard to understand the accent if you're American, because it's nothing like we speak. They have different types of. I don't know. I have enough, I guess, friends I've hanged out with that are either like Aussie or New Zealand or Kiwi. Well, New Zealand Kiwi. is New Zealand's even harder to understand. Than Actually, Aussie. I don't. Oh, I mean, if you hang out with friends, you've had some friends, you get used to it. But, but being hard of hearing already, I used yeah, to, okay, I used I to sometimes. <laughs> so they come in handy. I get to read what they say, and it's almost like watching a foreign film. But it's really good. I haven't finished it yet. I still have about two more episodes left. But I'm not giving anybody any spoilers on that one either. Well, that's what we're watching, but you got some opens for us, don't you? Yes, <laughs> yeah. We've got a few people here today. Uh, we're going to start with a local obit, a, a former Louisiana governor. His name was... Um, Buddy Romer, Charles Buddy Romer, uh, and he was, uh, he became the first governor of to beat Edwin Edwards. Every, any most people know who Edwin Edwards is. He was the one, yeah, uh, one with all the gambling and all the racketeering, the one that went to jail. And he was also the one that ran against David Duke, the KKK guy, which was at that point it was about the only way he could win anything. Well, when he was running for reelection. Buddy Romer defeated, got more votes than him, but he didn't, they had to do a runoff. And Edwards was really mad because he didn't come in first, so he just threw it to him. So he was very, very reform-minded. Some people didn't really like him so much. He, um, he, was a, he started off as a Democrat, and then he turned to Republican, but he was too independent to really fit in well with either party. He wasn't, for, he wasn't left enough for the Democratic Party, and he wasn't right enough for the um the Republican Party, and his... Um, My parents liked him, I think, a lot. They used to talk really nice about well, him. Well, a lot of people liked him at first, and then he got to be a little bit more, you know, some of the things he did, and he was very inexperienced, and he was kind of young. 
because this was what, 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 40 years ago. He was, he's, he died, he was 77. Yeah. He had been ill for months because he, he died from diabetes. Yeah. And um, so that means, you know, he was probably in his late 30s, early 40s. He's a little young and inexperienced. And he kind of came out the woodwork. Well, you know, one of those that comes out and everybody says, oh, they're an outsider. They're going to do all these great things. And then they find out, you know, maybe we need somebody who... We had, we dealt with that with a mayor here in New Orleans, Ray Nagin. He was like the CEO of Cox Cable. And they thought he was going to be this great governor and he was going to clean everything up. And the guy wound up in jail. Yeah. Wasn't the last, the last great mayor we had Mark Morial, maybe? <laughs> no, maybe his dad. Maybe Dutch Morial. Dutch Morial. Maybe. That might be the last great mayor we yeah. had. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah. No, not getting to any politics. Nah. The lady we got now is kind of pissing people off a little bit. We'll leave it at that. Actually, I thought Mitch Landrew was pretty good. I didn't think he was that bad. There's a lot of people in, like, the statues coming down, but I didn't care. <laughs> I, well, I my issue had nothing to do with that. My issue had to do with him overseeing the money that came in, and it didn't go where it was supposed well, to be. Well, the problem was, For sewage and water board and the pump. Yeah, well, the thing I th- I, that I had, probably my biggest problem the I had pumps. with Ray Nagin... Are the pumps on? Is that damn streetcar that goes nowhere. Oh, that I don't Canal even want to talk Street, about that. That's so stupid. Two streetcars that go nowhere. There's one of them that goes on from the, the, the train and bus station right to Canal Street, and then you transfer, and then there's another one on Rampart Street, and it just abruptly stops before it goes anywhere. It barely goes out of the corner. And it was all done for, for tourists. And that, all that money was spent when we have really bad roads that need to be oh, fixed. Oh, God, yeah. But anyway, Buddy Romer, um, he never ever... And once he, he changed his party, that kind of... He lost a lot of the more moderate left-to-center people. And they were a big part that got him in there because they wanted to get rid of Edwin Edwards. Yeah, people don't always like flip-flopping. They prefer you stay where you're at because it makes them feel more secure. They... Yeah, and it's not like he was he was particularly conservative to where he had No, to... it's not necessarily that he even changed his politics. It was he real, just it changed change... what they... He, just, he I... changed that letter. He just changed that letter on the end. Yeah, of the... and that, In people's that, minds, that, though. That didn't sit well. It gave him an indecisive type of thing. Yeah. So anyway, Buddy Romer dead at 77 years of Rest age. in peace, buddy. Rest in peace, Sonny. Now, next one is a um, a trailblazing comedian who collaborated. A genius. A genius. Uh, Paul Mooney. He was also um, one of uh, Richard Pryor's collaborators. And uh, he's uh, known for his work on In Living Color and Chappelle's show. Uh, he he pushed boundaries. He was a comedy writer. He, he, uh, his, a lot of his themes were racism and social justice. He died of a heart attack, and he had found he found out he had prostate cancer back in 2014. But um, uh, uh, if you knew Pryor's work, you you knew Mooney's words, because Richard Pryor he was one of Richard Pryor's main writers. So anyway, um, yes, he died. uh, And yes, okay, what else is in here? Yeah, yeah, he made an unlikely attempt at a children's show. Oh wow, he he. Produced the Richard Pryor Live on Sunset Strip, the autobiographical film, JoJo Dancer, Your Life is Watching. That's got a funny scene in it where Richard Pryor finds himself <laughs> on stage in, at, a, at a strip show in drag. Yes, <laughs> Did you ever see that? And um, 
and then uh, he, he also, you know, he 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 had a a big part in uh, Pryor's nineteen seventy five guest host appearance on Saturday Night Live, that included the now famous escalating racist racial insults job interview sketch. Oh God, I remember that one. Yeah. So anyway, uh, rest in peace, Paul Mooney, seventy nine years old. Okay, this is our last one. This is this is an actor that uh, you probably have all seen many, many, many times. He was the star of The Heartbreak Kid. Was his first, he started off as a Broadway actor. He appeared in the same time next year. And then he was, um, his films, his first big film was The Heartbreak Kid in 1976, I believe it was, yeah. yeah. Uh, his name's Charles Grodin. And he's also uh, known, the, the thing he's known the most for is Beethoven. He's the father in the movie Beethoven about the big St. Bernard. Oh, I remember when I was young. That was so cute. And he's, uh, it was bone barrel cancer. Oh. And he had a deadpan comedy kind of, of way about him. He um, he was a writer and he had, um, he had a PBS TV show back in the 90s where he used, it was very, very, very New York. He had a lot of a guests on there. One of the guests I remember he had was Julie Budd. Y'all ever heard of Julie Budd? You know no. who Julie Budd is? I'm surprised you don't know who she is. No. Julie Budd's a singer, a Jewish singer from New York with a big nose. The only problem is she had a great voice, but there was another Jewish singer from New York with a big nose <laughs> that was a much bigger star, and she was way too similar to her. Mm-hmm. She actually looks a little bit something, something like Barbara Streisand. <laughs> and we already had one Barbara Streisand. We really didn't need another one. But I remember her being one of the guests on Charles Grodin's show. Now he was uh, in um, The Heartbreak Kid where he played a young man on his honeymoon when he married his uh, childhood sweetheart and he meets this beautiful girl played by Sybil Shepherd, and falls in love with her. Much to the chagrin of her father, played by Eddie Albert. You remember, mm-hmm. Green Acres, Acres is a place to be. <laughs> All of them. Yes. <laughs> yes. So anyway, uh, rest in peace, Charles Grodin. I can't believe you just brought Green Acres. We used to joke because we lived in a subdivision when I was a kid called, well, my parents still lived there, called Crescent Acres. But we would joke because we, like, whenever we would, like, whether it was coming from, I don't know where, whether it would be church or the store or whatever we're coming back through and we saw the little signs for Crescent Acres and we come back and we started singing the Green Acres song. Well, you know what? There's, there's, a, there's a street in Mattery called Green Acres, Acres Boulevard. Oh, yeah. And we used to ride with Will, our Roz, when he would do uh, DoorDash deliveries and one time he got one on Green Acres so we all stood singing, Green Acres is a place to be. You just can't help break it out into Green Acres when you either see Eddie Allen's face uh, Hear his name, uh, uh, or drive to Green Acres Road in Metairie. Yeah, you know, I had driven you to Green Acres one day, and we I sang had that it. Extra pizza that I dropped off at a friend's house that was on Green Acres, and we sang it, and we sang it. Yeah. <laughs> but I need to celebrate. We, we we talked about dead people. I need to celebrate a birthday today, and that is the one and only Cher, wow. who yes, is now yes. seventy five years old. Ooh. But she still is officially turning back time, if y'all yes, haven't... Yes, she is. Yes, I noticed yes, she that is. she does turn back time. And she finds a way, too. But you have to give her credit. Because, you know, the way she looks is up it's to amazing. her plastic surgery. And people always comment about that. But her energy 
comes from exercise and healthy eating. Right. So she's responsible for that part. Yeah, they talk about the plastic surgery, but she has she's been working out forever. She quit smoking decades ago. Yeah. She, uh, you know, I think she, I think she smoked during the Sonny Bono days. I think she only smoked because he did. I saw actually, it's funny because uh, on um, on what you call it, um, Amazon Prime, they they show some of the old Cal Burnett shows. I mean, and they're showing them in full with the musical uh-huh. numbers. And the one of them is Sonny and Cher is on. And what's really bizarre is she has Sonny and Cher on there. They do a really terrible song. They did some song about you better. Cher does some song by herself. You better sit down, kids. Was she singing like a man getting a divorce? Yeah. And this was years before they had a divorce. And she's singing the male part. And then Sonny comes on and they sing this really awful song. And (laughs) so, and I'm thinking... They have Sonny, and, and, and they weren't in any of the comedy sketches. I say, how do you have Sonny and Cher on your show, and they're not in any comedy sketches? That just seems... But I guess they weren't considered comedians in 1967 like they were in 1972, you know? So anyway, happy 75th birthday, Cher. Yes, happy birthday, and, Cher. And uh, you... rest in peace, Charles Grodin, yeah. at 86. But you... Now I have some news for us coming from the land of Joe Exotic. Oh my goodness. So oh you gotta let us know what's going on with Joe Exotic. Goodness gracious, Joe Exotic is back in the news again. And he's, uh... So what does he have going on? Tell well, me. he wants to get out of jail, he says, because he has prostate cancer. And, um... Oh, there's several things he's in the news about. His former big big cat facility was seized by the government. Wow. And the new health issues, he's pleading for President Biden to give him a pardon because he has cancer. And he was so certain that Trump was going to pardon him, and he didn't. I know. They, I still remember when they had that limo sitting out there waiting to pick up his ass. <laughs> it didn't happen. Yeah, so he, um, he thinks uh, he's, he, there's no... No one hit. Oh God! Yeah, he was so certain he had the limo. He had a party plan too. I know. And so um, he said that uh, he had, he he needs to get out. He's hoping that President Biden will pardon him so he can get better medical treatment than he gets in prison. I wonder what Carol thinks about that. If she's gonna try to keep him in there and just kind of twist the knife a little bit. Who knows what those two would I haven't heard any more about her scat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that shit alone, okay? Oh, God. On a more serious note, though, I, I, uh, this past week, some news came out. Uh, Billy Porter went on Tamron Hall, and he came very open about his HIV status. And oh. he let us know that how important Pose was for him it was his way to sort of put it out there before he was ready to fully be open. But this week he actually opened up. So we, our hearts go out to him for being so brave, courageous, and um, stepping up for the community. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, Billy. We love you, Billy. Yeah, we want you to, we want you to get better. So um, what else you got uh, for us? Yeah. Well, now we're going to go to the new segment by Jennifer Lynn, which is called Spirit of the Week. Tell yeah, us, tell us about tell your spirit. Tell us what you have this week. Well, Spirit of the Week is uh, me talking about spirits that I've encountered and just generally about spirits. 
Uh, and tonight, I'd like to talk about um, someone who is very special to me and who's really came through for me, and that's Santa Marta. Santa Marta is a Catholic folk saint of Mexican origin. Uh, some people trace her back to the Aztecs, goddess. And um, I first got a statue of her and didn't know what it was really about. Then I went to Houston, and they had many statues of her, but nobody was willing to give me the information. It was like a secret. So I was uh, lucky enough to meet some people at uh, Macumba Botanica in New Orleans, and they introduced me to her even further. Oh. So let me tell you what she's done for me. Uh, I was unemployed for a year. I got the dream job of my dreams. I mean, the boss was fantastic. The job was easy. From there, I went into retirement. I qualified for it. And then I got reunited with some relatives, which is going to give me some input and things to do with all this time I have now since I retired. And um, I have an altar to her. I give her offerings and prayers. And she's very Catholic-oriented. So you can say Catholic prayers and burn Catholic candles. Uh, and uh, if anybody wants to know more about her, you can just Google Santa Marta, and you will find a wealth of information about her. I want—I got a couple of questions. I want to know, the, uh, you know how some of the um, spirits are attached to a Catholic saint. Which Catholic saint is she attached to, do you know? Well, this is an interesting part. Uh, the statues that I got, you know, like people, some people have statues, and it's just a symbolism. The statues that I got were actually baptized. So the spirit actually lives in the statue. Uh, ah. it's, uh, it's baptized in the tradition of a Catholic baptism because it's very Catholic. She's really associated with the Catholic. But it's very strong to Mexico, like she said. Very strong in Mexico. It yeah. means holy, holy death. Yeah. Holy death. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's the yeah. Day of the Dead. Yeah. 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 So it's I mean, it, it's it's just um, so I have a spirit living in my statues. So and and as far as um, she doesn't have any Catholic equivalents other than she has been reported to have been born out of the murder of uh, Abel, where Cain murders Abel. That was the first murder. And she's also the reaper of Jesus Christ because she takes everybody's soul. So when Jesus was dying on the cross, she's the person that took his soul. Oh, wow. Wow, that's that's wonderful. That's so interesting. It's, it's a very interesting yeah. saint. It's very, and she yeah. works. It works. And there's such... It, I've actually been to Mexico before, and to see sometimes, like, some of the altars and some of the, like, depictions, like, you'll go into stores and you'll see... Yeah, we got to take it. have stat- it's, it's some of it's so maybe beautiful. our patrons will give us enough money. I to mean, yeah. let me just say, like, there's things you can go try to get offline for like Santa Marta, like statues and stuff, but there's nothing like going actually down to Mexico and seeing what they got to offer, like the artisans. And Who stuff. knows? Maybe there'll be a convention in Mexico because you feel and like we can lo- take selfies with our Mexican fans. Yeah. Well, let me let me drop a name real quick, free advertisement. But Santa Marta Houston is a YouTube channel. And it's also a website where this gentleman sells uh, and will mail to you these fabulous two and three feet tall statues oh, of Santa Marta. And I luckily got mine off of eBay. And they're like three feet tall. 
And I got them at a real good price. But it's hard finding the same look. I wanted to match them. And sometimes they don't all look alike. So to find them, because they wear three robes, red, white, and black, for different things. And so, so to find the exact statue in red, white, and black, and at a good price, that was really good. It was a miracle on eBay that I got all the statues to match. Wow, that's a, that's that's fabulous, honey. That is really. I wish you would have been here uh, back in uh, what was it, our first season or second season, where we did uh, the ghost cab and uh, Buddy's chest about, our, and we, we did a whole month of personal experiences. Oh, we're gonna do some other things down I, the road. I think road, I told so, you yeah. the ghost cab story. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And our, that, our listeners know about it too. It's on a different episode. If you want to hear it. Find that episode, yeah. <laughs> and and that's and, and and that's why we're bringing on Jennifer is not not just for her perspective on the cases that we do, but every week I'm, we're hoping that the spirit of the week brings y'all some insight from Jennifer about the importance of how these deities or other spirits and some of them some of them may be angels, demons, deities ghosts, but she's gonna bring all of that to y'all, and we just love her for that. We yeah, we got to hear for y'all. It's, not she's she's not just another pretty face. We want we yes. got we got to give our show a little bit of new blood because we're growing. Our audience is growing. We are up to over fourteen hundred downloads now. Well, yeah, and you need to tell them about the Patreon account now. Oh, I can Since talk about all, the Patreon yeah, account. Yeah, it's time. Uh, well, before we do, I just wanted to mention a couple of other things. We have, we oh, have yeah. over fourteen hundred. Wow, that's we a have lot. over fourteen hundred downloads, and on on um on Twitter. How many followers you got? We have. It just <laughs> me to the wrong Uh-oh. app. You have a testicular difficulty. From what I heard about Virgos, all that they've been concocting out of their mouths, they're getting wax paper. <laughs> okay, now is that before or after you cool off the candy on the wax paper? Because you know I'm a big girl, so if you're going to do it with wax paper, I, I want some chocolate. I guess, no, it, all, you know, I guess it all depends on the time candy. of day and the situation. There's no candy on it. It'll just be um, wax. Hell. Well, you've been too bad. How about cookie dough? It'll probably be the devil's fudge with you. Ooh, the devil's fudge. <laughs> I, I might. You know what the devil's fudge is? I might. It's not like a it's not like a dirty Sanchez, is it? Yes. Oh my god. No, <laughs> no we don't do dirty Sanchez, no. It's definitely not divinity. There ain't nothing holy about this bitch. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. Libra. We had Libra. Oh, my mom. Well, rest rest us all. I mean, luckily she's not around to get smothered. But if she was... No, she would be doing the smothering. Well, she might be doing it with this, but she could also be getting smothered with Mm. this. Libra, y'all getting smothered with a welcome mat. Oh, she used to welcome people. That's a way to say hello. (laughs) I think she would smother people with big old pots of spaghetti and meatballs or big old pans of lasagna. Was she into was she into that sloshy stuff? She was into cooking. Oh, okay. That's kind of disturbing, you know. <laughs> like smothering people. She was with... Italian. She believed in the macaroni. I mean, there is a fetish called sloshy. Why do you think I cannot... And they love spaghetti noodles. Why do you think I cannot eat spaghetti and meatballs on a Sunday? I will not... You're not... I kind of worry about your partner because he always likes his pasta real sloppy and a lot of sauce. I want to tell my mom like that she used to put too much sauce on Is your on partner pasta. a sloshy? No. To have happened. And we're getting close to our own Storyville now, aren't we? Yes. But the sensitivities were starting to change. 
towards that later part of the 19th century. Yeah, Carry Nation, like I said in the We're last getting episode. Where, where even the Protestant thing is taking a very evangelical thing. And people that were middle class upstanding, because you remember that middle class was starting to grow towards the end. They were like getting a little more sensitive about their being and an the, idea and of the suffrage, suffragettes. And the you get into the feminism. Early, the feminists, the early feminists were actually rather conservative. We, exactly. they, were, they were extremely Christian and the religious. Which, and that's actually by the early 20th century. It was the Women's Christian Temperance Union was the ones that actually ended up causing not just the end of Carrie Nation was the, was the founder at, of that. But also the prohibition. Prohibition. On the well, alcohol. She was known for going into the saloons with her hatchet and, and smashing them up. But just of note, in America, in the West, prostitution served a very important role. In the West, a red, like these were some, like we said, some of the first women to help Pioneer the move out west, and the role in what they supplied with. I know you see, like we were talking about with the, with the gun smoke, the saloon. Yeah, Miss Kitty. They were brothels. Miss Kitty was probably oh, she's bad. I'm running this yeah, well, thing you, with all the girls. And you know there was um, this is this really happened. There's a Judy Garland musical called The Harvey Girls, and what happened is is this actually happened in the West, in order to compete with the the, the working girls. These men opened these steakhouses, these restaurants, and they hired girls from all over the country, young girls looking for husbands. They weren't prostitutes. They were, they were young virgins. And they worked them as waitresses in these restaurants. And it happens in this movie, but it actually happened like this in real life. Uh, what's really funny is, is Angela Lansbury plays the <laughs> madam in this. And it's so funny to see Jessica Fletcher as a madam. 